when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I am uber excited because our guest today knew you were going to show up. His name is Umar Hamid, and he is a sales mindset coach with No Limit Selling. And today we're going to be talking about mind reading, kind of, sort of. So, Umar, how are you doing today, man? Hey, Brian, thanks so much for having me on the show. And not sorta, I'm going to teach you guys how to read the mind of your prospects so you know how their unconscious mind, and that's where the power is, makes buying decisions. And when you figure that out, your sales go up. It's magical. It's powerful. It's going to be a great conversation. I knew you were going to say that, and I love that concept. So in order for my audience to get to know you, they need to find out, you know, how did you become the mind-reading sales coach? So how did you go from being a Darth Vader at a shopping mall to using the force in sales? So I found this amazing woman in Canada. I'm a Canadian. She was American. We got married after a year. She said, I'm homesick. I want to go to the States. I said, anywhere but Baltimore. So we went to Silicon Valley. And so I was in the high-tech industry, sales, marketing, engineer, uh, work there. And one of the things I discovered was no matter which company I worked with, they had people in the company in the sales teams that were A players, probably about 2% of the people. And they had a ton of B players and some C players. And when I looked at the A players and B players, I noticed that they had the same skill set. The only difference was mindset, those eight inches between your ears. Something there was different in the A players. And that set me on a path. What if we could help B players? What blocks them from stepping into the A column? If we could change that, we would revolutionize sales because sales is all about mindset. And we'd help companies gain market share and dominate their sectors. That's awesome. So with that being said, in our initial conversation, you talked about understanding eye movements and buying decisions. So I'm assuming this mind reading has to do with something through the eyes. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, generally what happens is uh, uh, you've heard the expression, the eyes are the gateway to the soul. I'm mm -hmm. not sure that's true, but 40% of your brain is designed to process visual information. And part of that is to just allow you to see and function in the world, but also the coding system of how our brain codes information is also done through the eyes. And so if we could understand what eye movements do and what they mean, uh, so I'll give you an example. If I had 10 people standing in front of me and I said, I want you to think of your favorite teacher in elementary school, what color was their hair? Everybody in that group, their eyes would go up to the top of their head because they'd be accessing visual information. That's the way we're hot wired. And if I ask someone, you know, the carpet in your living room, what does it feel like? People's eyes would go down towards the ground and they would access that feeling state. So our brain and our eye movements are interlocked. 
if you could decode those, and I'll show you how to decode those in a moment, then you can figure out what parts of their brain they're actually using and what they're doing at an unconscious level. And if we could decode that, it changes everything. And in a moment, if you're interested, I'll tell you where this originated and why it's important to the future of humanity. I would love to hear that story. Go right ahead. So if you, let's say, take a tennis player, somebody who's phenomenal, that's not me, by the way, and they do this amazing serve that comes at 800 million miles per hour and it's accurate as hell, and you ask that person, how did you do that? The answer is going to be one of two answers. Either it's going to be, it is, you do A, B, C, D, E, and that's how you do it. Or they're going to go, shrug their shoulders, go, I don't know, I just do it. So let's say you go to a player that's average or a player that sucks like me in tennis. And you ask me, how do you do your serve? I would go either, I don't know, or, oh, that's easy. It's A, B, C, D, E. And it's like, wait a minute. You both can't be doing the same thing and getting dramatically different results. And that was the question that the founders of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, came across when they asked people that did exceptional things, how do you do what you do? They would actually answer either a formula, which didn't really explain what they were doing or shrug their shoulders. And they discovered that eye movements revealed what their mind was doing at an unconscious level for them to do this amazing tennis serve or be a great therapist or be a fabulous salesperson. And that's where this comes from is we unlock excellence that resides at an unconscious level, decode it so we can teach it to other people so they can get exceptional magical results. And if you want, we'll break down eye movement so you can do it too, Brian. I would love to do that. So the key thing that you said that intrigued me, number one, was that both players did the same thing. Mm -hmm. But in a way, NLP allows you to unlock a better result is what you're saying. Or unlock what's really going on in the person that does it in an exceptional way. We go down to a very uh, basic level, what's happening in their brain when they do this task. And that is what results in exceptional results. Whereas if you just go to what consciously they think they're doing uh, is at a superficial level, when you use eye movements, you go down to the actual nuts and bolts of what it means to be a human being. And that's where the magic happens. Okay. So now explain the eye movements. Talk about how that plays into this process. Okay. So what I'm going to describe is 94% of the population and... So if you're looking at somebody in front of you and they look up, they're accessing visual information. If they look up to the right, they're creating a visual image that does not exist. So for example, if I asked you, Brian, you know, uh, what would your car look like if it was hot pink? You'd, I'm assuming it's not hot pink right now, Brian. It's that not. you'd actually <laughs> look up and you'd go to the right and you'd envision what it looks like hot pink. If I asked you a recall question, uh, Brian, in your family home, the last one, when you were living with your family, like your parents, what color was the front door? You would look up to the left and you'd be actually accessing a memory, a visual memory. So creating new images to the right, remembering stuff that you've got stored in the databanks to the left. And when you're looking up, if you're accessing auditory information, what you do there is you look to the right towards your ear. That's creating a sound. Brian, what would my voice sound like if I was a soprano. I'm not a soprano. You'd actually, your eyes would move over to the right and you'd actually create that sound in the inner sound studio. And if you look to the left, you're accessing a sound that you've heard before. 
what's the sound of your best friend's voice? You just look over there and you'd hear it inside your head. The last place is when you look down to the right, you're accessing feelings and they're emotional feelings or texture. If I ask you, you know, what does uh, uh, the feel of your bedspread, what's it like? You'd look down there and looking down to the left is internal dialogue when you're talking to yourself. So that's how people are wired. Just 6% of the population, things are reversed. So what I do is when I'm talking to a prospect, I'll double check which way they wired and all I'll do is ask them two questions. And the question could be, oh, you've got a son. Uh, what color are your son's eyes? And they'll actually have to do a visual recall. Oh, they're brown. And I'll notice which way they're looking. And then I'll ask them one more visual recall question just to confirm whether they're wired like the 95% of people or they're wired like the 6% of people. And then all I do is ask them this magic question. And we'll put a, a link to a video where we actually demonstrate this for your uh, listeners and viewers to kind of watch it in action. Then I just ask this question, let's say in a sales meeting, you know, when you're doing the rapport stage, mm -hmm. uh, I'll notice they've got a watch and I'll go, oh, that's a really nice watch. Uh, where did you buy it? Oh, I bought it at this store. Then I'll ask the magic question. What made you decide to buy that watch? And then I watch what their eyes do as they tell me the story and this decodes how they make buying decisions. So for example, uh, I had this gentleman, when I asked him that question, you know, what made you decide to make that buying decision? First thing he did was look up as he's telling me, you know, I saw it. And then he looked uh, down to internal dialogue where he thought about it. And then he went over to feelings uh, so his eyes did this triangle movement and I went, okay, I've got this. So he needs to see it. He needs to decide whether it's a good thing or not. And if it feels right, he'll make the buying decision. And so I've got a lot of videos where I'm demonstrating this and I'll ask whoever's in front of me, uh, to that question, decode how they make buying decisions. And then I give them two proposals. And the two proposals are the first one is I just give them a regular proposal to buy my coaching services. I'm a coach. And they go, okay. Then I go, now I'm going to give you the second proposal. And I match it with their eye movements, what I decoded before. And it goes, which proposal do you like better? Number one or number two? And they always go number two. Then I ask the second question, did you like it a little bit more or a lot more? And they always go a lot more. And both proposals sounded great, but one was hot wired to the unconscious mind. And that compels them to buy it because it's attuned to the unconscious. That's the power of paying attention, and that's the power of reading eye movements. Hmm. That's very interesting. So when you're doing this proposal, is it something that is, do you mention price at all, or is it just the, the internal guts of what it is you're proposing? Could be both. The price, as you and I know, if you get caught into price, then you're like uh, lost anyway. Right. So, but you're talking about, once, if you've done it properly, and it's like, hey, You've got a need. You've got all these problems. This is going to solve it. Here's proposal number one. Obviously, you wouldn't do two proposals to a, a real-life client. You decode their eye movements and just deliver the one that is tuned to their unconscious. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, uh, they're more likely to say yes because it makes perfect sense to them to do that. Okay, that makes sense. So you're actually you're deciding in your mind how to present the proposal to match up their eye movements is what you're saying. So. Yeah. So let's say somebody, when I ask them that question, uh, when I ask them, why did you buy this watch? It's something they already own. It's just like, oh, what made you decide? Let's say they look down to the feeling state. 
And then they look up to uh, the visual and they stop there, then look me in the eyes and tell me the story about why they bought it. So then I know, oh, it needs to feel right. And if it looks right, they'll buy it. And then I go, so Brian, uh, so I've got this great coaching program. Uh, I'm going to come and give you a demonstration so you can feel that it's going to be the right thing for you. And if it looks right, you can go ahead and make that decision. And you know what they do? Their head starts those micro nods of their head, like, baby, you get me. And that's an unconscious signal that you get me and I want to buy from you. Hmm. And so I just, when they told the story of why they bought something in particular in the rapport stage, I just memorize where their eyes went and I present my thing on the final ask in the exact same manner. Interesting. Very, very interesting. So give me an example of somebody who's used this. You've taught them, you've coached somebody how to use it, and, and how did it change them or their business? So I was working with a client. What it did for them was, I'm going to tell you a quick story first, and I'm going to tell you why it's important. So a friend of mine, his dad's got this really nice guitar. He's an adult. And he goes to his dad, dad, you know, can I have your guitar? You're not using it. It's like a really, really nice one. And his dad says, well, yeah, sure. But I want you to take your guitar and get new strings on it and just practice with those new strings because it's going to make a world of difference for 30 days straight. And if you do that, you can have my guitar. And as he was doing this, he realized his dad had tricked him that because he was practicing every day, he just got great at it. And his dad gave him something to do. Then, of course, he gave him his guitar. So what looking at people's eye movement does for you as a salesperson is most of the time we're thinking about, well, I hope I get this deal. Does this person like me? I'm going to take my wife out for dinner. And we're all over the place. We're not paying attention. But when you look at eye movements, you're 100% attending to the person in front of you and they can feel it. So it builds a lot of trust. Two, it allows you to decode how they make buying decisions is the reward. And three, uh, it brings more confidence to the salesperson. And the combination of all three, generate sales go up by 30 to 40%, which is huge. Mm -hmm. And uh, can I share one more success story that's not eye movements, but it's, I think, critical for people to understand. Sure. So this is going to be really quick. I, I was doing a keynote speech, and this guy comes up to see me afterwards. He's a number one salesperson in this company. And it's like, dude, how can I help you? You're already number one like way better than salesperson than me. It says, I've reached this plateau and no matter what I do, I can't seem to get to the next plateau. And so using NLP, we uncovered that when he was eight years old, he went out to a restaurant with his family. And before the waitress came to take the order, dad turned to him and pointed at him and said, remember, don't order steak. We can't afford it. And it set up a belief around self-worth and money. And even with that negative belief, he's the number one sales guy. But when we uncovered it and got him to break through that belief, his sales went up by 100%. Didn't teach him a thing about sales, but we got rid of that head trash, that belief that, you know, we can't afford that. I'm not good enough. And that's what I like about mind training is we help people break through their barriers so they become freaking awesome. They become happier and they earn a ton more dough. Awesome. Umar, this has been amazing. Great stuff. And I'm sure people are going to want to connect with you and take a look at those videos. What's the best way for them to do that? I mean, the best way to do that is to go to my website. It is no, N-O, limits with an S, selling, nolimitselling.com. You'll find me there, lots of training videos. And when you get there, drop me a note and I'll send you some uh, videos to teach you how to use eye movements to get more yeses in your sales career. 
Awesome. Well, Umar, thank you so much for coming on and dropping some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs on my peeps. I appreciate you, your time, man. This has been great. And thanks so much for coming on the Bacon Podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Great being here and uh, happy selling, everyone. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon.